What's up, Mike? What's going on, buddy? Share the mic podcast. That's right, number seven. Yeah. Dude, um, tonight we got the Democrat debate. Pump, man. Get your, <laughs> yeah. Get your pump going already. It's going to be everybody trying to dogpile on Bernie, right? Yeah, I mean, he's he's the clear front runner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, everything yeah. you see, and I know everybody, uh, it's kind of funny. It's like the antithesis to when Trump was running. Right? It's everybody in the Democratic Party is freaking out, going, well, we gotta, we got to stop this guy. He, he can't possibly go against us. Yeah. So is Biden now just like a sideshow? Like, is anybody going to attack him at this point? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's crazy. Because if you even, like, go back a month, yeah, right, there was no way that Joe Biden could lose South Carolina. Zero chance. And now it looks like Bernie Sanders might, he might win South Carolina. I don't know if he will. Yeah. I still am skeptical about that. I think there's enough uh, common sense down in South Carolina to put put an end to something there. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I, ha- I don't really follow it like I used to. But it is funny, like, when you think about the Democratic Party. Like, what do you think JFK would have thought of Bernie Sanders? Oh, I mean, well... <laughs> I mean, I, I think JFK, what is his famous quote, I would say, is probably, you know, not ask, or ask not what your country can do for you, but, you know, what you can do for your country. And that's exactly what Bernie Sanders stands for, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's, it's crazy because, you know, to think that in, you know, what, 50 years, you know, they've gone from, you know, someone like JFK who pretty much everyone respected, right? I mean, yeah. the Catholics respected him, right? The Irish respected him. You know, most Democrats respected him. You know, the majority of Republicans respected him. But he was, well, he was a, he was a presidential guy. I mean, he had, you know, sure he had stuff going on, you know, behind the scenes. But, you know, publicly, he said the right things. He did the right things. Yeah. And, and I think his big motto, and really the party at the time, was, you know, basically, like, help, help others, right? Do something. Yeah. Do good. Don't rely on you know the system or rely on the government to you know to hand everything out to you yeah and it's just crazy that you know now we're you know whether whether bernie sanders is a socialist or communist or whatever he is the fact that he doesn't back down or correct people and say no i'm not a socialist yeah (laughs) like it's 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 amazing because i mean imagine what kennedy he'd probably lose his mind yeah he was like wait a minute we're gonna have a socialist the kennedy who at the peak of the Cold War against communism? Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. All right, so on the other side of the spectrum, because it's not just the Democrats. No one gets out of what, what would uh, What do you think Abraham Lincoln would have thought of Donald Trump? <laughs> yeah, honest Abe and honest Donald. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. look, it's, uh, it, it's, it's funny because, I mean, you talk about polar opposites, right? I mean, I think, you know, Lincoln was so you know political and professional right he was stately yeah you know he was you know i mean again honest abe he always told the truth he fought for what was right and he did it with just the ultimate dignity right i mean everything he did was with dignity yeah i mean even even at the end of you know the civil war i mean you know he basically let the confederate generals off scot-free you know said okay you know welcome to the country as long as you're gonna you know, be a part of our nation and do good, then, you know, all is forgiven. And then you got Trump, who, yeah, he's he's got a different way of <laughs> yeah. of dealing with things. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I mean, you've hit it on in the past, right? He's he, he's going to constantly poke people. He's going to constantly get under their skin and, 
And yeah. it's obviously all by design. And I think being a celebrity kind of trained yeah. him for that, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's essentially spent, you know, the last 40-plus years in the camera. Yeah. So he's he's trained <laughs> for this. Yeah. You know what? It would be really interesting if if I was giving Trump advice because there's just something about his ego that's just insane mm-hmm. in the sense that I've never heard him talk about a mistake he's made and what he learned from that mistake. Um, I would say, like, if you want to guarantee your reelection, go on Oprah or Barbara Walters or wherever people go these days and just sit down and just be real and say, hey, during the last four years, I've made these three mistakes and here's what I learned. Like, and just be real. Like, do, do you think Trump supporters would like, like, I'm not a Trump lover or a Trump hater, but yeah. I think like that would mean something to me. I'd be like, okay, so he's, he actually does like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's, it's funny because I think we've in, in, you know, the media, I mean, geez, I mean, I saw a report a couple weeks ago that said that since he's announced his running for president, right? So, you know, the past three years plus the six months of running, but since, since then, the coverage of him, you know, across the entire media has been like 89% negative. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> like yeah. it's, but, but what I think the media can't figure out and they're getting so frustrated by is, mm. you know, they can't stop him, right? So the momentum keeps going. You know, people are, are rabid fans, whatever it is. But it's one of those things where it's almost, I mean, you know, with, with, with four kids, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's, there's positive attention and there's negative attention. And when your kid is misbehaving and you constantly, you know, yell at him or her, mm-hmm. you're giving them attention, right? You're reinforcing yeah. that negative attention. Yeah. What the media is so stupid and doesn't realize is the more that they give him attention, he's winning. Like, just ignore him, right? Go one day, be like, just ignore him, right? It's like the kid that, you know, you're in the grocery store and, you know, they want the candy bar. Yeah. And, you know, they'll, it's usually a mom or dad. They'll be like, no, you can't have that. And then as soon as they start crying and pitching a fit, what do they do? They get the candy bar. Yeah. Here you go, and then they're happy, you know, everybody's was solved. But, I mean, I've, I've been in grocery stores where my kid was pitching a fit. But you can pitch a fit for the next 15 minutes. I really don't care. But I've even gotten dirty looks from, you know, other people at the store. Like, will you shut that kid up? Yeah. But it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to reinforce that behavior. Not going to happen. Yeah. And he's like a big kid. Yeah. I think it, it, just a lot of it goes back to, like, we always talk about with motivations. Like, the fact that Pelosi... impeached him (laughs) like when it was very obvious that she wasn't doing that to like help anyone or for the good of anything it was driven by just rage and hatred right and it'll backfire it always does and everybody could see right through it you know that that brings me to an interesting point too man right with with that whole impeachment thing And, and and again you know the entire election right i mean the whole process and since he's been elected but I mean, look, the the government, right, especially, you know, the Bureau, you know, the agencies, you know, the, the IC world, it's obviously very near and dear to both of us, right? I mean, yeah. like, total respect. They, they've done so much, you know, phenomenal work over the years, and 99% of the people that have gone through those doors are stand-up Americans and would give their life for this country. But then you've got that one little section oh, yeah. that... You know, whether it was working against Trump, whether it was working against Obama, whatever it is, right? They don't separate their politics from their job and from love of country. And it's it's a shame because what happens is you've got people in the general public that 
They get all their you know sources of what's going on from either social media or the news. Mm-hmm. So if you see something on the news and you see oh, you know Trump is against the you know the intelligence community. Okay, is he really? Yeah. Or yeah. you know Obama completely supports the intelligence community. You know when really if you took the time to talk to people you know in that world yeah. You'd, you'd probably be pleasantly surprised one way or the other, right? And it's 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 always blown my mind, you know, because I think it's always been an issue. There's always been, you know, politics involved, you know, yeah. personal opinions. But I think up until, really up until Obama got elected, people did a better job of masking it. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, yeah, well, you don't, you know, you don't like the fact that I like this person. I really don't care. Kiss my ass. This is my allegiance. Yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah, gotten yeah. Out, of, out of control. Right. And I'm sure you saw a whole bunch. Of oh, that I, stuff. we could do a whole podcast on that, man. The stuff I saw where politics came into play and the intelligence community just blow your mind. But Drives me nuts, man. <laughs> yeah. anyway, dude, I was thinking we could spend a little time just uh, kind of getting to know Mike a little bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I've jotted down a few questions. All right. And we'll just kind of do rapid fire. All right. Um, we'll start with an easy one. What's your uh, What's your go to restaurant in Northern Virginia? Go to restaurant in Northern Virginia, man. I, I hate to say it. I'd probably say Chick Fil A. Yeah, I love Chick Fil A, man. <laughs> which one do you guys go to the most? Usually the one out here. Yeah. Right. It's. Uh, I think the reason I like it is because I don't know. We we've talked about this in the past. Just the way that they conduct themselves. Right. It's it's you know their core values. Right. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's all about themselves, and again, you know, derived from the Bible, pretty simple, right? But they are just so friendly, yeah, and willing to go above and beyond, and right or wrong, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's been times where, you know, I order a chicken sandwich and they give me the wrong one, and I go back, ah, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, got the wrong sandwich, you know, is there any way I can exchange it? Oh no, sir, my pleasure. Go ahead and keep that one, and we'll go ahead and get you another one. And they give you another one, so now I've got two chicken sandwiches, which is, yeah. you know, that's a bonus. <laughs> but then they'll give you, like, one or two gift cards to say, hey, you know what, and next time, here's two complimentary sandwiches when you come back. Yeah. So it's like, let me get this straight. You gave me the wrong sandwich. Totally fine sandwich. Nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to walk out of here with four sandwiches? Yeah. I mean, it's, nobody does that, right? Yeah. I mean, you do that at McDonald's, right, or half the restaurants Dude, around here. McDonald's here. It's so bad. <laughs> it's the worst. It's so bad. I have literally never been to the McDonald's here and gotten what I ordered. It, it blows my mind every single time. It's crazy, too, because yeah. you go to McDonald's now, and they've got the you know, the little touch screens or whatever, yeah. right? So, God forbid, you go stand in line, and they look at you like, uh, the machine's over there. You're like, okay, so go to the machine, you put your order in, but then you go to the person to pick it up. Yeah. Imagine if Chick-fil-A did that. They would not be Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They'd be just like yeah. everybody else. I mean, Chick-fil-A is the perfect example of if you just do the right thing, like business is simple. You have a great product, you do the right thing, you know, you care for your customers, and you dominate KFC, Popeyes, any yep. other chicken place, and you don't even, you're only open six days a week, and you completely dominate. Yep. Like, it's it's crazy. And the kids love it. So there's lots yeah. of other restaurants that I would choose Dude, to go my to. kids are obsessed. But, you know, after basketball, after baseball, it's so easy to just go there. You know, you, you, you eat food. You know they're going to eat the food. It's not going to be like, eat your food, eat your food, eat your food. Everybody's friendly. You're going to see half the people you know because, I mean, that's the one thing they love is we go and we see at least two or three families every time we go there. Actually, yeah. I think we ran into you there once. Yeah. Like, 
Probably. I it was last year or the year before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a great place. Okay. Um, what's the thing you did as a young person, maybe high school, college, <laughs> that you thought was super cool, but obviously isn't cool now? Oh, man. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things. Um, super cool. Anything you wore? Any activities you did? You know, I don't know. A lot of the things that, that I wore are kind of coming back in style, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Right? Like, I feel like, like, you know, I think of like Chuck Taylors or I think of like Vans, right? So, got a pair of Vans sneakers, I don't know, maybe three years ago. And now every, well... One of my boys has vans. Both of my daughters have vans. And they think they're the trendsetters. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Check these bad boys out, right? Um, How about, man, I remember, and again, I think this is coming back in style too. Remember when you used to uh, cuff your pants? Oh, totally. Like your jeans, like, you know, pencil, pack them or whatever the heck you call them, like real (laughs) tight roll. Yeah. Never understood it, but Dude, I did did that every day before school, man. Roll up the jeans. You'd be out on the playground playing tag, running around. Dude, if that roll came undone, it didn't matter what was going on. You stopped, (laughs) you re-rolled. Yeah. Did you... um, I did the hammer pants. Yeah. (laughs) I did the crisscross, backward pants. Did you have a pair of uh, Zubas, or was was it the Zuba pants? They had, like, the the NFL logos on it. Were they Zuba? I think they were Zuba. I don't know, man. I was into, like, I wanted a starter jacket really bad. Remember those were big? I had a starter jacket, and uh, I had moved from New Jersey to Virginia. And one of my, my good buddies still heckles me about this but we're in seventh grade and we're in middle school and you know starter jackets were were the thing right yeah well there weren't a lot of starters jackets for giants fans around you know northern virginia so i remember going to Foot Locker and they had a redskins one i was like you know what that's fine i'll just get a redskins one right <laughs> i want a starter jacket so i got it wore it to school like the next day and uh <laughs> this kid took it from me <laughs> like Literally walked up. He's like, give me your jacket. I'm like, what? He's like, give me your jacket. I just want to borrow it. I'm like, all right, you give it right back? He's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like a week later, I had to beg him to get the jacket back. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, let's do a quick dream car. If you made a billion dollars tomorrow, what's your dream car? Man, I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. Really? Yeah, I'd, I'd get a uh, Ford Raptor. Nice. I mean, it's okay. I'm I'm a I'm a truck guy. I'm a simpleton. You know, it's funny because when I when I used to run, you know, valet parking in uh, you know in Boca, Florida, I used to uh, drive. I mean, I drove Lambos, I drove Ferraris, I drove Bentleys, I drove Rolls Royces. I mean, yeah, there wasn't anything I didn't drive, and none of them really blew my mind. I mean, the Lamborghinis blew my mind. Really? Right, yeah. Lamborghinis blew More my mind. More than a Ferrari. Yeah, because really? Ferraris, when you drove them, it was like a uh, sound, and the Lambo, you had to, like, put all your weight on that gas pedal Okay. for it to... And it was like, whoa, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those things were bad. Okay, how about Dream Vacation? <sighs> dream, dream Vacation... Would probably be to Costa Rica hmm. or Ireland, dude. I've been yeah. to Ireland. Really? Yeah, I've it's, never never been. It's cool. I've yeah, uh, cool. I figure there's so much in this country that I have no no reason to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. How about um, if you could grab coffee with anyone in the world right now? 
You have to be living? Yeah, let's say living. And maybe what's the number one question you'd want to ask? You know, I would probably... I'd probably have to say... John Cena. I like that. <laughs> and and probably because my my wife and lots of people have told me that I look a lot like John Cena. Okay. But I, I would, could see that. I would probably want to know why he is in such better shape. Than <laughs> right? Um, no, I think he'd be, a, he'd be a cool guy to hang out with. I think I'd also probably... Um, question him on, uh, you know, give him some advice on relationships. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I think he needs to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but honestly, you know what, now that I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to digress a little bit. I think that one of the guys that you actually turned me on to, uh, Andy Frisella. Yeah. I would honestly love to meet that guy. Dude. Because. Legend. He's a legend, but he's. He's like a guy that I grew up with. Yeah. Right? Like, everything he talks about, all the freaking stupid games he used to play with, all the toys he had, I had the same shit. Yeah. Right? And it was like, like, I, I guarantee you that if we met, we'd probably be like, man, we got a shit ton in common, right? <laughs> Other than the fact that I got four kids and he doesn't, right? But yeah, like, yeah. But I think, like, just, you know, stories about, you know, trauma, adversity that he's overcome, I mean, I think... There's a lot of good shit in there that yeah. you can just sit around and have have a good time. And I, I know he likes to drink a little bit, so I think we'd have uh, yeah we'd have some fun throwing back there. And he likes cool. to lift weights. I love to lift weights. Yeah. He hates to run. I hate to run. Like I hate you the get whole stabbed in the face. And yeah, you got dude. your face bashed in. Bashed in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. What do I have? Favorite genre of music. Man, I'm all over the place. I am a huge country music fan, mm-hmm. but I like old school country. Like yeah. I like like Waylon Jennings, like Johnny Cash, you know David Allen Coe. Like I like old stuff, man. But I'm also big and like like Allman Brothers, like Skinner. Yeah, I mean I, I love all that music and and rap, but pre like 2000s. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really care for any of it right now. I mean, yeah. there's there's some that that you know I like some of the beats, but most of those beats are taken from songs from you know the the <laughs> mid to late eighties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how about um, what's the movie that you can quote from start to finish? Man, remember the Titans? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Rudy. Good one. Rudy. Red Dawn. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of them, but uh, but I'm one of those people, and, and I don't know if you are, but I'm one of those people that I can sit there and I can watch the same movie a hundred times, right? Like if Braveheart was on today, tomorrow, the next day, I'd watch it. If The yeah. Patriot was on every day, I'd watch it. If yeah. Gladiator was on every day, I'd watch yeah. it. Dude, the ones I have to watch are The Fugitive, yeah, Harrison Ford, one, Tom Lee yeah. Jones. If I see The Dark Knight is on, I gotta watch that's that. That's a good one too. Yeah. What about the original Batman? With Michael Keaton. Not no. really. No. I try to get my kids to watch it, and they had no interest at all. Oh, in it. Trying to you get know? your kids to watch old movies is like pulling teeth, man. All right, a couple more. Um, if your house were on fire and your wife and kids were all out safe, do you have any pets? Yep. And your Dog. pets your pets are all out safe. What's the And you have time to run back and grab one thing. What are you going into your house to grab? 
One thing that you could carry. Probably family pictures. I was gonna say the same thing. My yeah. I, my iMac desktop. I just yeah. grabbed that thing. Yeah. I think all the memories are on there. Pro- probably that because I think uh, yeah. I mean, you could always. I mean, all the material stuff you either buy or. I'm one of those people that I think maybe because I moved around so much as a kid that I, I don't really need stuff like things don't mean shit to me right yeah. it's like yeah great okay get something else no big deal right um yeah definitely pictures okay um if you could change one law in the u.s that everybody would have to abide by what law would you change oh man um i, I would probably have to focus on immigration in some capacity really yeah um not i i just think that that this country was founded you know by immigrants for immigrants and i think that there there needs to be more you know scrutiny on enforcing laws that are on the books right i'm not saying even change anything i'm saying just let's let's look at what we have and let's do things the right way because I think there's a lot of people in this country that have kind of paid their dues and done things the right way and stood in line that are getting, you know, passed over right now yeah. because of people that are cutting the line. You know, and, and, and I think, you know, if if the the real goal is to help people, okay, I get that. But I, I question that motive because I don't yeah. think that anybody is doing it to help people. I think they're doing it to help themselves. Right, and it's it's a shame because, you know, I mean, if you went to, I don't know, you went to Bush Gardens, you know, one day, and there was a line for one of the roller coasters, and you and your family just decided to walk to the front, that wouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Right. People are gonna lose their mind, and you might get kicked out of the park. You know, especially some of those people that are waiting in line for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. You just walk on up and do what you think you want to do. That, that that's not how society works. Yeah. No, I, that's good. Okay, you you want a couple more? Mm-hmm. Let's do. Um, if you could live the real life version of a TV show, which TV show would you put yourself in, and what character would you be? Man, it's kind of a hard one on the spot. That's that's a hard one <laughs> because there's so many great shows. Yeah, you know, it's like, do I do I want to? be an action hero right do I want to be Magnum do I want to be you know <laughs> Michael Knight Rider Jack Bauer I mean yeah Jack Bauer I mean, <laughs> that'd you know be good I, you know what I, th- I think it'd be it'd be kind of cool um, to be like either Larry David in Kirby Enthusiasm or Jerry Seinfeld in Seinfeld yeah right because I, I believe that that is as close to reality as you can be in a show, yeah. right? Because it's all stuff that happens. Yeah, they're just drawing attention to it. Right? Yeah. That that would kind of be that'd be cool because you just be yourself. Yeah. Okay, last question, and you got to like put down the humility all thing right. for a second. What would you say your personality trait that you're the most proud of is? Um, hmm. Like, what's one of your key strengths? I'm a fixer. Yeah. 
right? I, uh, I'll, I'll build, I'll build people up. I will, you know, my, my, my goal and my motto in life is, you know, really to, I mean, it's, it's like when, I don't know, you, you tell your kids, you know, Hey, leave, leave the table the way you found it. Right. When you go to a restaurant, I apply that to people, right? So I look at it as every single person that I come into contact with, I want that person to be better because we met, right? Whether it was, you know, I personally did something or maybe it was just getting them to kind of tune out the noise and focus on all the stuff they already knew about themselves. They just didn't believe it. Like kind of propping people up. Yeah. And then going on to the next thing, right? I mean, it's, I mean, because what more joy can you get than actually making a positive impact on somebody and then being like, okay, cool. Now you go. And pay it forward to someone else, right? Yeah. Uh, because if everybody did that, I mean, it'd be a lot easier to <laughs> get along. Yeah. And I'm not a hippie or something like that, so no, <laughs> don't confuse me. No, I totally, I totally see that in you. You're trying to help people. I think you have that genuine quality about you where you are trying to help people and uh, just coach people, kind of help turn the lights on in people's heads. Yeah, it's... it's, it's and that's exactly it, right? It's, it's, if, you know, if you can impact, I mean, just think about it. If you can have an impact on five people, right? I mean, you know, the average person lives, what, 80 years now or 78 years. If you can impact five people, if every single person did that, how many people would be impacted? Yeah. Right? I mean, like, and it's just, and I tell that to my kids. Like, I do these, you know, these silly little things with them sometimes where I'll just say, hey, guys, here, here's your job for today, right? I want you to. You know, sit with somebody at lunch that you've never sat with. Yeah. Right? And then you get the question of like, uh, Dad, even like the, the weird kid, I'm like, well, why is he weird? Maybe he's weird because nobody wants to sit with him. So go go sit with him. Go hang out with him, right? Yeah. And then when they do it and they come home and, you know, you're like, all right, what would you do today? They're like, oh, I sat with, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, well, how was it? It's like, oh, he's really nice, Dad. It's like, oh, no kidding. Like, look at that. <laughs> but but they're, you know, they kind of walk around like, yeah, I'm I'm the man because it, it makes you feel good yeah. to help people. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it just does. And I think that if more people did it, again, there'd be a lot less uh, misunderstandings. There'd be a lot less arguing. You know, you should, certainly wouldn't have, uh, you know, the Pelosi-Trump syndrome. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you would. That's a, good, that's a good idea. Do you have your girls and boys do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, more the boys. Because yeah. I think, I don't know, I think girls, it's funny, we, we had a, we had a sales training today, um, you know, with a couple of my, my people that are moving into sales, and we were, we mentioned the whole thing of, you know, customers, for whatever reason, are usually more open with females, hmm. right? And, and I think it just comes down to trust, right? It comes down to they're maybe perceived as less of a threat or something, right? Maybe there's something in the body language, um, and I think most guys walk into meetings and their, you know, their arms are crossed or they're, they're tense. Like it's almost like, all right, are we gonna fight here? Like what's, <laughs> yeah. you know, what I mean, everybody's everybody's trying to jockey for something, right? Yeah. And and maybe that's completely wrong. Maybe, you know, maybe it, it's the the females that are actually like trying to jockey for position. I, I don't know, but I think with my daughters, I see that right. I, I'm more worried about boys being respectful to girls. Than I am girls being respectful to boys, right? Like I'm just not, and maybe I'm wrong in my thinking, no. but but like my boys, you know, they know that there's just expectations, there's rules, there's 
you, know, you better be respectful to you know to girls to women and if someone gets offended because they hold the door for them well tough shit I mean yeah, yeah. my boys are gonna hold the door for you and I'm gonna yeah. hold the door for you and even if you tell me don't hold the door for me I'm still gonna hold the door for you yeah yeah that's just that's the way I was raised and that's the way that they're gonna be raised yeah so I did think of one more as you were just saying that what in <laughs> what's the most unprofessional thing <laughs> unprofessional thing you've seen in a professional setting? Oh man, I've uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of things. Jeez, <laughs> uh, there was uh, I've seen a bunch. I've seen you know s- superiors sleep with subordinates. I've seen you know people use drugs in an office. I've seen people punch holes in walls. Yeah. I've seen. We had a uh, we had a contractor years ago, a year old customer, that decided to he got laid off and he decided to show up the next day because his his badge access wasn't turned off with a with a picket sign, <laughs> <laughs> and he was literally walking around the parking lot with a picket sign, saying that you know that our company um, didn't pay fairly. <laughs> oh. It's- I mean, it was like five minutes before security was like, "Yeah, get get the hell out of here." But yeah. but it's like, man, like that's that's crazy. Like people just have no, uh, I don't know, they, they they lose their mind, I guess. Um, yeah. And I've seen other things that are a lot <laughs> yeah. worse. Okay. How about yeah. you? Oh man, what's the worst I've seen? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I worked with someone who just was a just a lunatic who just completely dressed inappropriately, acted inappropriately, screamed, slammed doors, just out of control. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. I've seen some kind of weird stuff, just like people doing gross stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like hygiene related things. How, how, all right, all right. So, so how about clipping fingernails at at the desk? You ever seen people do that? No. Yep. And and I actually, one of my old sales guys, love him to death. He's a good friend, but man, I said, dude, what are you doing? That's disgusting. He's like, why? And you just keep hearing that snip, snip, snip. <laughs> like you're sitting at your desk. Like you couldn't have done it in your car or at your house. Like yeah. why at your desk? He's like, yeah, mind your own business. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> that was good stuff. Yeah. Um, gosh, now I'm thinking of other... Uh, a lot of gross things. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of gross things. Like, our our, uh, our bathroom always smells. And I think it's because the building's, like, 40 years old. Yeah. But to the point where we won't even go in there half the time. Well, yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have to be that bad. <laughs> well, I'll just wait. I'll wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I've seen people. I've seen people do just completely ridiculous things in terms of like etiquette. Like you put a thing of donuts out on the table for a meeting, and like one person will eat like five of them. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? Relax. Or rum- like rummage through it. Yeah. <laughs> what what yeah. what about all right? So so back to the, the bathroom thing. How do you feel about? And if this is you, that's okay. How do you feel about the people who are on the phone? in the bathroom and they're trying to talk so quiet right? and they're like yeah 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 
They don't. They're not saying, "Hey, I'm in the bathroom," right? They're just they're trying to pretend like they're not in the bathroom. And I will, if I know you're on the phone, I am. Oh God! Flushing the toilet over and over again because <laughs> I want to see if you'll break. Will you hang up that phone, or are you going to keep talking? And most of the time, they keep it going. Yeah, I, I haven't really experienced that too much. I think I worked in buildings for so long where nobody could have their mm. phones. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever really seen that too yeah, much I in always, a corporate setting. I always have fun with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right, man. I think it's about time to wind down. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, if you guys have any uh, questions you'd like us to answer, maybe any ways we can help out, hit us at the Instagram, share the mic. Um, if you like the content, hit us with a subscribe and a rating and a review. That's kind of the way that um, yeah. we help get the word out and kind of help help the podcast. So, yeah, appreciate you taking the time to listen. Yeah, thanks, guys.